Hi guys, welcome to Earning Season, the podcast from everymickle.com. I'm Randy Rowe at RT Rowe on Twitter, and as you can hear, there is no deny this week. We just can get our sh- schedules to sync up. Um, I'm traveling, I'm overseas, and Danai is, I'm sure, under a mountain of work. I'm recording this the day that QWI, the QWI IPO has closed, so I'm sure things are a little hectic. Uh, but we didn't want to leave you guys out, especially because of the really, really good episode that we had last week with Ran, you know, the conversation with Ran, Five Sally on Twitter. Thank you again, Ran, for coming to and having a really, really good conversation with us. Um, in the middle of that conversation, you're yeah, just thinking, yeah, this is a really good conversation. This is the kind of content that I like putting out and I want to put out, you know, so I, I, I was really happy about that. And I said it to the guys after we'd finished recording. And I figured once it went out to the public, we'd hear a lot of the same things. So said, so done. The response has been strong. It's actually on track to become our most popular episode ever. So we really couldn't get a nice little boost like that and then just leave it alone. So we decided that we wanted to give you this week a little bit of a hidden episode. Uh, now, it's hidden, and I'm doing air quotes here because some of you might have heard it before. It's actually our pilot episode, but we have never put it up on this stream. It's the very first recording with myself and Danai when I said to I mean, for some context, I said to him, uh, yo, let's do this podcast. I have this podcast idea. I think he'd be great as a co-host. You want to do it with me? He's like, yeah, you know, let's do it. So we went and we had a really good conversation also. And you can hear the passion coming through. You can also hear the rough start of the podcast, meaning we didn't have a name yet. We were joking. We are talking back and forth. You can also hear at some point in the background, you hear Bam from Bam Production Studios kind of guiding us to ensure that, you know, the quality of the thing is good and, you know, we don't do too much or we don't do too little. So it's a really nice early look at how we started. Uh, give it a listen. Let's know what you think. I think you can hear a lot of the passion coming through, same. You hear the good stuff because, I mean, this isn't new. This isn't necessarily new. It's new that people are putting it out to the public and we're really happy myself i can speak for Dana in this case that we're really happy that we're bringing it to the public so people can hear more of these sort of conversations and they can also get a lot of the learning that we weren't getting before so we're always happy to bring that to you guys give this a listen tell us what you think tell us if you like it if you hate it if you don't like it if you do love it if you want to hear Danai speak more. A lot of people have told me that and he does speak a lot in this conversation and we usually do speak a lot more. I've heard it enough though that I've, I've said it to him and I'm sure you guys will hear more of what you hear today coming out from Danai. Um, let me know what you think. You can give us some feedback on Twitter. That's the easiest page. You can go to the official podcast page for this podcast on Twitter at earnings underscore season. I'll say that again. At earnings underscore season. Give us a feedback, or you can, of course you can give it directly to Danai if you want, or myself. You can at me, you can DM me, whatever. You can email me. It all works. If you even want, you can go earnings at everymickle.com. Email it if you really have to get it to us. But we're, we want to hear it. We want the feedback. We crave the feedback, and we use it constantly to make a better product. So thank you for the people who've given feedback before, and thanks in advance to the people who are going to send more. We'll be back next week, of course, with more fresh episodes, and we will be doing our best to ensure that we keep our schedules working for you guys. But in the meantime, check this episode out. It is the pilot episode of Earning Season, long before it was even called Earning Season. Give it a listen. All right. So, on the very first podcast, we're trying to figure out what to actually do. Um, <laughs> then I had asked me on the way here, you know, what exactly should we actually get done 
mm-hmm. I thought that maybe it'd be good if we were coming fresh off my first event, um, Grow With Your Grand Grower. The Grower event, which is called Grow With Your Grand, which is a name I honestly tell you that I do not like. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like the pressure of it. I don't like how it sounds. But I have to admit that it's a great idea. When a, mar- when a marketing idea really hits, you know it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to, I don't know if I can say who it is, but it's, it's, a, it's a natural marketing genius, I think, who works for a very successful financial institution <laughs> in Jamaica. Um, and they had, a, they had an internal event just for their staff, and they invited me to speak to staff of a specific department. And they invited staff by saying, Grow Richard Grow Randy. And I saw it and I was like, Grower. <laughs> uh, I like that to be there. Yeah. But then I said, Jesus Christ, why, do you, why, why, why are you putting this kind of pressure on me? I mean, if it proves true, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, but it's constant pressure. <laughs> every day somebody finds out about it and every day that person expects it. Like it only needs one person to get it around. But it was a good event. I, I say so myself. Um, I speak to you here not having not yet sent out the surveys that I'm supposed to. I'm sending out right after I'm finished with this. But sent out the surveys. But I can tell you from anecdotal feedback coming mm-hmm. from the, the, um, the people who went that they loved it. Uh, we had some hiccups. I deliberately kept it very small at the start. I wanted to keep the personal touch also you know you want to give people a really good a really good um event you mm-hmm. want to give them as much as you can and i believe like like i know what i know i know what i can do i can mm-hmm. guarantee my knowledge on the content but you, there's so much else i can go wrong that it's important for me to ensure that i kept a small group of people so that what i bring to the table could be enough just in case anything else went wrong and that's what happened um mm-hmm. we had a little bit of um venue issues and that's always good you know if if, it's, if somebody starts small and damage control then you know how to scale properly afterwards well and yeah perfect perf- exactly so i thought damage control was necessary but the, <laughs> not that there are things that need to be fixed and there are things that will be fixed for mm-hmm. the next one um but I, i'll give you an example after we started and things were going for the first break i said to everybody you know, just at the start I know that things have kind of gone a little bit rocky in terms of a circle. We had to wait on somebody to exit the room. Somebody went over time. So mm-hmm. we use that space and somebody's using the space ahead of us. So the usual Jamaican. Yep. <laughs> and then they come out, of course, the people at, like I said, it's a co-working Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, that's a long lady, Musgrave Road. And I hadn't used it. I've stayed there before. I've done meetings there before. But it's the first time I did an, an event there. And somebody else obviously was in the space before mm-hmm. us it was booked closely i can't blame them for that that's me i booked i booked the, adva- the, the event way in advance mm-hmm. and she warned me that there might be something i thought yeah. okay yeah point is got in late offered everybody um i said to them i know we had a rough start so i'll give everybody a thousand dollars back right now or or i will give everybody what I think is a great start that I'm going to put my money in. Mm-hmm. So your choice. And everybody said, no, they'd rather hear what I think. <laughs> right, which, is, which is funny. I, I joked to him, I said, you know, I'm happy everybody that it showed me, especially later on, it showed me how much they really believed in what mm-hmm. I was bringing or what I cared about. And it's funny because if they're taking the refund, I would have probably still told them. <laughs> that was good. But, but you know, it's, it's value. And I know they learned a lot about value. I really like the event. So um, people see more of it. People will hear a lot more about it coming up, but I'm happy. So coming off that. And it's a great event, I think, to bring somebody in who doesn't know a lot about stocks or is just learning about stocks. And trust me, a lot of those. I uh, keep hearing, I keep, even where I work, mm-hmm. I keep hearing people coming in. They don't know what they're doing. No, they're starting. Mm-hmm. And even on Twitter, I get a lot of messages. 
either heard about the stock market or you heard somebody else just now speak about it. Mm-hmm. What is investing? What is the stock market? I need to learn. And I think this is a good one for people to get into it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, and if I said it before, I'll say it again. So this is Danai. Danai, can I say where you work or you sh- we shouldn't say where you work? You can say where I work. That's fine. Okay. So Danai does work for... Danai does work for uh, a, a broker who I consider to be one of the best brokers. I am biased <laughs> in that though. But they are one of the best brokers in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they are Mayberry. Run by the Berry Brothers. <laughs> Which is why I consider them the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Run by the Berry Brothers who I have... I, I am a, I'm a proper... Fun. Proper fan. Proper Same fan. here. Like, like, like an OG fan. Like I think about that. Like how some people care about like football stars or so on. That's why I really rate them. I talk to somebody, sometimes I talk to people and they think I know they know them. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you know Chris Berryman. So I'm telling you, I, I never met the man. Don't know him. I literally just pay attention to the stock market. And if you pay attention to the stock market, you will see Chris. You will see Chris. You'll see, you'll see Chris's footprint in the market. And trust me, it's a very big footprint. I have made a lot of money by um, just by walking with him, paying attention to what Mm -hmm. I think his footprints are and paying uh, and following it. So, if you're hearing this, Mr. Berry, thank you very much. And And thank you, sir. I'm just downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't get him in trouble. He's like he's a great employee. He's one of of the great employees. Big up my big up my personal um, rep at Mayberry. I should also uh, Dwayne Dwayne Neal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Dwayne Neal. Top 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 rep Um, for the people who. Always asking me who I think is one of the best brokers or who I think is a good broker. There you go. A good broker is Mayberry. I'll admit though, Mayberry is not made up for the poor man. I snuck in. I'll tell you how to sneak in after a while, but um, it's not made for the poor man. It is a million dollars to open an account at Mayberry. So you, you probably can't just get in, but you can tell that if you pay a million dollars for something, there is a service that goes along with that. And they do have the service that goes along with that. And working there, coming from seeing the, seeing the market and coming from somewhere else, I've never seen a team work so hard. Yeah, that's right. To deliver value. That's like right. You're paying that million dollars for something. Performance appraisal coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Please give him a good grade. But but seriously though, they, I, I can tell that the team works well together. Um, like I don't complain about them. Mm-hmm. But I tend not to talk about them as much on, on Twitter because I yeah, know that's they're deep. not for everybody. But they have recently been for everybody. What mm-hmm. they did with the week time thing was a big, big deal. What I did with MJE last year, mm-hmm. where they had a, a millennial pool. A millennial pool. A big, 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 big deal. I like when I see a company pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. And people, a lot of people ask me about that. A lot of people. That was, I think, a part, a start of the almost extra pull that um, I started to see from the stock market. Mm-hmm. Going into, bringing in the young people. Yeah, bringing in the young people. Bringing, which is where, is where, I, is where the market is. <laughs> that's where yeah, the country is. So we have to bring it. there yet, but that's the we'll have to start somewhere mm-hmm. and that's what's happening and even for Wickton, like most people uh they speak about the inclusiveness of the ipo in general mm-hmm. but maybe even had a margin for millennial people so. yeah and for people who don't know so margin is like a a loan a loan a mar- it's called a margin loan it's essentially they will lend you the money to invest to invest yeah um and they had that for so if, you, if you're under 30 30 mm-hmm. and under they will lend you the money for how much what were the terms uh, i'm not sure i think it was up to I think it was all of the money you're putting in, so they give you a hundred percent cash value. Whoa! You go in. So if I put in a hundred grand, it's going to give me two hundred. No, two hundred grand, yeah, you can invest that. Pretty good. Maybe it's maybe it's God. I'm going. They did a really, really, really good job there. I remember I, I had looked up the numbers here, and I see <laughs> or young Jamie, <laughs> or young Jamie actually bring up the numbers for the Mayberry IPO, not the, not that one. Mayberry Jamaica Equities. So you put in MJE. 
MJ is a ticker, as you tell people. If you don't know, ticker, ticker. The ticker is like the nickname for a stock. So MJ mm-hmm. is Mayberage and Maker Equities. Equities. You look on the stock exchanges website, that's where you look for it. I know Wigton had, what was the, what's the thing that put people? Mm-hmm. 31,000 applicants. Yeah, quite a lot. 31,000 applicants, four times bigger than Wisinko, which was a huge one mm-hmm. also. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And um, 12,000 new people came mm-hmm. to the market. Yo, let me give you an example of how big 12,000 people is in terms of the market. I don't think in 20, I don't think in 2015, tw- <laughs> there's some months there aren't 12,000 mm-hmm. trades. There's 12,000 trades. And yeah. JC, they had put out some, num- there was something in the newspaper some time ago, about 200,000 accounts. And trust me, not all, half of those aren't active. Yeah. But 12,000 people adding to that. So, so if I say half of them aren't active and 12,000 12, people coming on, that's 10% of the people. Yeah, it's a major, 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 major market, which is why I'm doing stuff like this. After years of talking, talking, talking on Twitter, I know you have been talking, talking, talking in the ears or, or on <laughs> YouTube. But the point is, I think that now is a time where people are paying attention to it and young people especially. Mm-hmm. In Wigton, 50% of the people are below 40, mm-hmm. which is funny because in Jamaica, 50% of the people, people are below 40. Below 40. Yeah, so more than 50% of the representative people. Representative of the population. I want to be below 30 too. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I want to be below 30, definitely below 40. Mm-hmm. Could you answer the age-old question of why exactly should people invest? Mm. We're not really going to go into that yet, but thank you, Bam. <laughs> so, Sir Bam, uh, great question. Why do people invest? So people who came to my thing on Saturday, I've heard me talk about it. So I give them a little spiel to the people because I start mm-hmm. off the... I start off the the whole thing talking specifically about money because investing in Jamaica what they say where we separate investment from money or from life for some reason we see we treat as if it's something else but you have to remember the start of it is money in fact I start people off with value mm-hmm. so money only has one use I say but I'll ask you bam you know you ask what do you think the value of money is to acquire things. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I say, so I is personal, but I say that money only has one use and it only, you can only invest it. That's literally mm-hmm. all you can do. You inv- when, you buy a, when you buy a loaf of bread, the bread costs, I don't know how much bread costs, two, $200 for a loaf of bread? I don't look really bad if I don't know how much a loaf of bread. Uh, I'm paying 300 I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't eat that much bread. I'm sorry. I don't eat that much bread. It's supposed to be healthy. I try to be healthy. But um, let's say a loaf of bread is $200, right? Or $300. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is that I'm investing $300 into getting a loaf of bread that will taste how I expect it to taste, mm-hmm. right? That matches my mind of good bread, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes maybe you spend the $300 and you get more. <laughs> like it tastes really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so actually, I use a great example. You ever go Burger King? I should probably use in case I use it again. I don't care. Sing over my, <laughs> I sing over my tune. Um, you go Burger King, you order onion rings, and you get fries in it. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, if you're like, yo, I win. <laughs> it's an extra. Right? I win. I got, I got all the onion rings I ordered, plus I got some fries. fries. It's like, I'm winning. That's literally. So if you imagine if the, the, the onion rings cost, what, two bills? Two, three hundred dollars. Two fifty. Okay, two fifty. <laughs> so, so onion rings cost two fifty, right? And you, you get fries with it. You feel like, yo, I have gotten more than 250 <laughs> That's worth it. And that's all investment is. Finding something that you're buying at cost that in the future is going to give you a higher value. The value doesn't always have to be money. So like I say, you invest in onion rings and you got some fries. You came out on top, bro. That's like 25% gains. Um, you invest in a car and you, you, you're telling yourself, yo, this car can last maybe five years without giving me trouble. And it lasts 10 years without giving you trouble. Yo, 
really good investment, mm-hmm. long-term investment, right? <laughs> I wouldn't touch that right now. <laughs> but but um, that's the same sort of thing as to why people invest. It's a, it's, a, it's a way of finding value now that you believe will be greater value in the future. This is what everybody wants. Everybody mm-hmm. wants an increase in value. When the bank lend you money, they charge you interest. Interest is just them saying, I give you $100, you give Maybe me back. 120 yeah, 120, mm-hmm. that's 20% interest, right? Literally, that's why people invest. And it's actually a great question because I find that what happens a lot, as I was saying before, is that people, people take themselves away from investing. Mm-hmm. And they, they, investing becomes a thing, like how house building is a mm-hmm. thing or I know how to sow is a thing. And I know... Like it, it's, it's more a sent, it, it becomes more attached to sentiment than how it affects your real life. Exactly. Like, I'm investing for investing's sake. Yes. There are a good amount of people that's investing just because investing is a thing to do. Exactly. Not because, hey, I'm going to get something out of this. Exactly. You find, you find, that, you find that when they start doing that, it's almost like, a, it's almost like a, when you make it into its own thing, mm-hmm. unless you have defined it, you just go through <laughs> the trouble of defining yourself and putting the parameters mm-hmm. together and whatever, then it becomes this ideal up in the sky Definitely. and it can be anything you want it to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you... you you don't really have any ideals for it. So mm-hmm. it is whatever you want. Yep. And then when you get called on it, it's, or oh, it don't look as good. That's one thing that I know also came up when a lot of the ladies, there are also a lot of ladies. Let me pause for that. Yo, that's the weirdest thing. I mean, I'm not one to complain if there are women anywhere. I'm really, really happy. And, and also they're all beautiful. But it's a weird thing that there were, I wanted there were five men at even, mm-hmm. including me. Mm. <laughs> and it was a full house. Five men. Apparently, apparently guys don't care about making money anymore. They care about making money. Just, I think women, a lot of women want to be set for life versus the man. He more spend on this. He more have the money for this. I don't know. Well, I want to say you're wrong, but I don't know. I really don't know if you're wrong. Uh, the, uh, from my experience, basically. Better, yeah, better yeah. I mean, it's always from your experience. I don't, I'm, I'm, that's not thing. I'm one of those people, like, it must be from your experience. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so weird that there weren't many, there weren't mm-hmm. many women. There, there weren't, there were, even the men that were there, like, two of them came with girls. <laughs> so two girls came and they brought two right. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girlfriend dragged them. Yeah, it was two, two girls came, they brought two guys. So there's two guys, there's me, that's three. There was another guy there, four. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy at the back, five. My Lord, five out of 35 people, roughly. Five, what's the percentage on that? So you get used to that, people. That's that's part of investing. <laughs> Immediately, like, what's the percentage of that is the number one question we ask ourselves all the time. Fourteen percent. Men are fifty percent of the society, and fourteen percent of young men nowadays who want money didn't come. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I don't know what it is. I spoke. I talked to a girl, and she said to me that maybe it's because you know men like to, men like to to to. Men like to learn, with the pretense that they already know mm-hmm. what they're learning. I don't know how true it is, but I also learned not to tell women that they're wrong when they say it's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's sound it's it's right, right? It's sound right, it is. Yeah. I, think, I can think of other scenarios where that, that's applicable. She's like, yo, think about it. A man going to come there, I'm going to sit down, I'm looking up to you to tell them something mm-hmm. like them don't know, right, right, But the guys that were there asked great questions, mm-hmm. learned a lot more, and they, they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe people are... I, I don't maybe people are richer I know I know prosperity seems to be doing really well <laughs> are people that rich that, that you don't have to know investing in the hottest investing time right now my paycheck good enough <laughs> oh, I, I don't know 
I don't know. I, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy that event happened. I know I said that before. I'm happy, and, and I'm happy that more people are getting mm-hmm. interested in the market. I'm happy that a lot of people got in on the week ton, which means that a lot of people made a lot of money. Yeah, for money very first investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember your very first investment, then I. Your very first. What's the very first? Oh, time? very first investment. Oh. Funny enough, my very first investment did not go well for me. What what was it? Oh, because I bought cable and wireless. Just new to the market, and I saw Randy tweeting on Twitter. Oh, God. I had a friend, Chadwick. Shout out, Chadwick. I did not know that's how this story goes. Yeah, man. Chadwick, Chadwick said, yo. Yes. <laughs> no, no. So, Chadwick, he was investing wow. from, from in university, but he was telling me to, hey, man, then I invest, they do this in school. I did not do this was in school, Chadwick really. Was Chadwick in one of my... Um, yeah, he was. He was at yeah, the man. time. Yeah, I remember the name. No, he wasn't in there at the time, yes. But he, he and I were at it the same, the very same day. Ah, uh, how did he? What did so I invite he, you guys? He invited us. Okay, we saw you on Twitter. And you were, you're on a no, no more free Randy. You're no more talking about the market like yeah. certain ways until you can get as some out of it more than just yeah, man. You know, as peace, but go on, on talk. Mm-hmm. Share my drama. So we kept for weeks. We're on, we're on your case saying, "Yo, like you say something about stocks," and we're trying to. Go around it to try to get to say something about it, right? Yeah, so, everybody has it. Oh, I try mm-hmm. to smart we, we were, we were, we swear we're, yeah, man. This is the smart thing running Jesus up. Jesus Christ, the girls were right. About. They like to learn from men, but pretend that they know what they already do. Definitely. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the Women have us figured out. So I'm sure, I'm sure you're fed up with us and say, I hear this Join this group if you actually care to learn. Cool. Yeah, you know what it was? I mean, not that I remember that specific. I remember Chadwick. I don't remember adding you. But mm-hmm. I, I remember um, it's always the same thing. I used to show people a course. Mm-hmm. So... Shout out to my brother Nigel. Mm-hmm. Nigel, Nigel um, is, is very sensitive. Nigel, I mean, a lot of him day job, but he's he's a director, of some good. Mm-hmm. And um, he he said to me that you know you, you're always putting this much energy into getting people there. How about you save yourself a lot of energy by finding the people who are serious mm-hmm. early and just putting a little bridge between you and them? So like, what do you mean? Well, we, we already had the group at that time, and he's like, we're well, the course. If they want to join the group. Mm-hmm. Have them do the course. Mm-hmm. If they can't bother to do the course, then they're not serious enough to talk to you. Definitely. Moreover, doing the course, as you know, allows you to learn the language, mm-hmm. that allows you to understand the things that I say are simple, are really simple, but mm-hmm. you understand why I say once you do the course, you understand. Mm-hmm. And then and then I would just show it to people. So if you actually do the course, I step one, I say that you're actually serious. Mm-hmm. Secondly, Definitely. I look for people who said certain things. I always pay attention to people who say certain things who have sense. People I I believe that intelligent people can't hide. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for us to hide. So like um a good example is I keep asking, although I, I think these guys might not be so happy, but the, the, the new crop of analysts on Twitter, um, I asked, they had that thing, Stocks on the Rocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they had a video there, and somebody in the background was saying something about the pensions in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've heard me talk about yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah, so I immediately, probably, I don't know who the hell is that talking about it. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, by this point, if somebody's saying it, I figure that they're on the path that they want. And I, yeah, so I always right the same so. way when I was on Twitter. I always paid attention to what people said. The people that I saw were thinking, actually putting one, two mm-hmm. and two together. And those are the people I'd invite because I wanted. I, I've always, the, the reason I've always done this is that I don't have many people I can talk to. About <laughs> That's the weird thing. People have, everybody, like I'm the guy that all my friends know that they can come to and ask you know, mm-hmm. about stocks and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't have anybody to go to. Definitely. So when and and I keep telling them that guys, I don't always know that I'm right. And boy, I'm glad I phone you. Bef- I'm glad I phone you first when I, when I started my journey. Yeah. Because boy. Well, yeah, there are other. No. Yeah, <laughs> Who no, do I no, talk no, to? Yeah, I jump yeah. to you. <laughs> no, there are a lot of other people out there. But, but um, you might you might find that 
Well, yeah, it's a different time. Mm. It was a, it's so funny because it's not that long ago. <laughs> it's like what, two years? Yeah, two years. 2017, I started. 2017. Definitely. Wow. So you bought Cable and Wireless first on your own? No, I know. So I joined the group and you guys were speaking about Cable and I said, yeah, they already bought. So mm. I figured, hey, if these guys were buying Cable and Wireless, it's a good stock. So I'm going to buy. All right, great. So I joined the group. I uh, saw you guys talking about CWJ that you had already bought. Yeah. So I figured, hey, these guys are. These guys all here, they know investing. Randy always on Twitter talking about this. So, buy CWJ too, since it's a good stock since Randy buy before. Which is funny because Randy always says, do not listen to what I say. Just question it. Have a conversation. Dig deep into the numbers. Yeah. And it's cool. I but get not. things wrong. <laughs> I get things wrong. Uh-huh. It was 127 I think, about it at... $1.27. I know yeah. for, seat, for cable and wireless. You know how that is for cable and wireless. Yeah, I don't think they know. I don't think they remember. It, it would have... It was fluctuating. So did, did they get the buyout off already? No, it was yeah, man. No, no, no. 2017, so it was before that. Ah, this is when I knew it was coming. Start, yeah, man. Yeah. Start of the year, February. Yeah. And I was saying it was bouncing around, bouncing around. I, buy, I bought it, 127. I never reached back up there for the longest while. For a long time, it went below a dollar. Went below a dollar. Yeah. And I was sitting there looking at my loss saying, boy, I really shouldn't listen to people dust off the bat. Yeah, you know what? I like that you, you got burned the first time I never ran you. So funny enough, I mm. my story is the opposite. Some people have heard it already. I um said so Kilowatt is the first that I bought also when I was mm. younger. But so I didn't use my money, it's mm. my uncle's money. And I I never ever know the date. One day I'll go and check the date, or maybe I won't. It's whenever money line had just started with JMB. Shout mm. out to JMB for having that back in the day. It was a really great idea back then. Um I'm trying not to say that it's not a good idea anymore. <laughs> yeah, but the market has moved on, but they have kept it up to date to their credit. Um, they, and they keep trying. It is still a good platform. It's still the mm-hmm. only platform I know outside of maybe Mayberry's where I can do a market order. Yeah, yes. I'm not finding yeah. that. The only place I can do a market order mm-hmm. is there. So thank you, JMB, for having that still. Um, but yeah, I, I, Moneyline had just started. I was staying at his house. Um, and we, we, I remember he was showing me it. I'd read about it. I mean, as a, a good little nerd, as in high school, uh, and I'd read about stocks and like mm-hmm. I, I say, don't make. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought I understood something. I him said, which one you think? You know, I think to myself, uh, Kim and Wallace looked like it good. That was Kim and Wallace at the time. It was Kim and Wallace at the time. Um, and I say, uh, Kim and Wallace looked like it might be good. Right, let's try Kim and Wallace. I think he mm-hmm. put that. I think he put a million dollars in there or some whatever it is. Point is, I'd stayed with him for like maybe two weeks or three weeks, so whatever amount of time. But I know right when I'd left, by the time I'd left, it had mm. doubled. <laughs> and that just whoo, blew your mind. It's like, because we didn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, a million dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is way back then. But uh-huh. this is in 2017. This is, I mean, as in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is as maybe in third form. This is, this is 19 years because we were recording now in July. Mm hmm. <laughs> and wow. this was this was it would have been summer of it would have been summer of I won't say third form so it would have been 2000 or 1999 something like that so I'm going, I'm, I'm going towards 20 years mm-hmm. I think August is 20 years since I did it and that's since when I paid it and it doubled like I said it, it doubled it doubled in the time and in the time that it doubled it um it allowed me to 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 one get surprised <laughs> that yo this is possible two uh decide that yo i really want to understand it and it's just and three because i'm a nerd I, I like to see how things work i mm-hmm. want to understand it i need to know right off the bat how it works plus it make money you know 
the idea partner at the time is that if you can get anything to work and it can also get you some money, then you can do whatever you actually want yeah. to do with your life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Funny story, I've now grown up. I'm a lot older now. I'm 32, I turned 33 in October. And it turns out <laughs> that if you can get money from doing whatever you, you like, like. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's the secret to life. But no mm-hmm. people charge you 15 grand to hear that at a conference. <laughs> unlocking the light within or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I caught the book then. But I, so I, what I was saying to you Bam, earlier that I don't like my story is that I have not actually had any losses. I, I don't like saying it because I know mm-hmm. how it sounds. But it doesn't mean that I haven't gotten things wrong. Um, the, the greatest thing that we get wrong is timing in investing mm-hmm. is timing, um, which is why I'm so adamant with, with the industry and when they're dealing with regular people in that they don't, they don't tell people how important timing is. Mm-hmm. Whenever anything goes awry, they come up with one thing they tell you, long term. <laughs> long term. Long term. Or they screwed up. Wait, I told you to buy it when it says $20, though. Listen, in the long term, Mm-hmm. It's worth a lot more. That, that's, that, I don't hear long-term income to my money, bro. I want, I want to hear my money doing what I wanted within the time. Or if it isn't, I'm getting a sensible reason as to why it isn't, right? Case in point, people that bought JC at $40 the other day. Wow. I'm not, I'm not, that's the nice saying that I'm not co-signing that at all. But to be fair, you know what? Here, that's a question I got um, Friday, Saturday after my event. People ask me, why do people do that? Mm-hmm. I had to explain to them that, when you understand average pricing, sometimes and sometimes it makes sense. But yeah. I know I know you know people come to me, they just started and they said they spoke to the advisor, JC was on a run. So let's catch it at the end. Let's catch it, let's catch it because it's, the news is coming up, it's going to be worth it, it's going to fly. But at 40, here they are. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um I hear that I hear that story for a lot of stocks too much times. That is yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that because I hear the story a lot also. And people DM me those sort of things mm-hmm. all the time. And they don't know. And they see this. And they don't even know. They don't know if they made money out of the blast. They, they don't know. That's yeah. the next thing they don't understand. Yeah, so every- the stock market is an abstract content, concept yes, to them. Yes, yes. And then you have to look for like the gurus within the, the stock market who will guide you in this magical way. Mm-hmm. And like, nothing else in life do we look for people <laughs> to give us. A different way. You, everything comes back to your general life, how you live day to day, and everything has to be linked to that. If anything about the pe- that's happening on Twitter right now, what I'm thankful for is that people are spending time to break it down, and people are spending time to try to understand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up, big up, big up, big up. I have to say, big up to Mark Gale. That's a funny story. I'll go into that after. Big up <laughs> to Mark Gale for um, also doing an event this week. Um, I heard his was successful. Also, mm-hmm. I know a couple of people that went to mine went to his, and they, they, they I mean, well, I can only speak about mine because I was only at mine but it's only good things I'm seeing on Twitter mm-hmm. yeah, people are happy that it's happening and I've been begging people pay attention to my tweets I've been begging for years for the space to get to this space <laughs> I've been doing there was a time when it was just me alone bawling on my throat every day on Twitter again and again oh buy this stock oh look at this if you bought this in last year September eight months later you'd have made 250% <laughs> I am sick and tired of I, I, I don't like myself I wouldn't follow me but I am glad now that when I do it, people pay attention. And the thing mm-hmm. I'm really happy about is that people DM me now and say, yo, I listened to you. I got into it. I tried a little thing. Mm-hmm. And I make 200% of my money. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel mixed in terms of like, I don't like when they tell me that I did because mm-hmm. I told them to. Yeah. But yo, when somebody tells them, take them last 50 grand <laughs> and, it, and, and then put it in something and eight months later, like... I know people who bought Barita at $9 with mm-hmm. the last money that they had last year. 
Yeah. Oh, imagine that. No. Yeah, yeah, that, that's one. That. <laughs> it went, it, it's at a hundred dollars. No. Yeah, nine dollars. Nine dollars to ninety dollars. Ten x. Let me tell you, for who fifty grand is their last? Imagine that. Five hundred thousand, <laughs> and those people they're like, "Yo, anything Randy said goes." I'm like, "No, bro, no, I don't need that kind of, I don't need that kind of." That and kind the of next thing you don't know pressure. when Randy is talking about it, he might be speaking about it there just for the case of speaking make, about it. But yeah, it makes it uncomfortable speaking sometimes. It mm. Makes it uncomfortable speaking. I remember years ago because, like I said, I started this journey in high school. I've always paid attention to stocks throughout the years. Then, mm-hmm. um, and I. I remember reading about Ben Bernanke, who used to be the, the chairman of the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. in America. I remember reading that he doesn't like to speak publicly and that he's not allowed to speak publicly. And I know I was always pretending it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, no, I'm, I'm nowhere near on the Ben Bernanke's thing, but I understood why his explanation was that he'll say something. And everybody runs. And yeah, and because people look for every single thing in your words. And dissect it. Yeah, man. And it, a lot of times people hear what they want to hear. Yeah, oh, so they try all, to take not what, a lot of time, the majority, majority of the time. Majority of Yeah, and then they put it in your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Randy said that you oh, told yeah. me that you were to, uh, you said, you said, I saw you tweeting about X-Fund and you said, <laughs> <and> you tweeted <laughs> about X-Fund, it doesn't mean I said to buy it, but Read, out, read what I'm saying. And that's not, the X1 thing was also a funny thing. But I won't jump to that just yet. But I'll say... Oh, yes. Yeah. The X1 thing is a funny thing because I remember when I made some... And those who remember, I won't even go too deep into it. But I did say something about X1. But it wasn't about X1. It was about a recommendation that regular people are getting from mm-hmm. the brokers about X1. Right before it was going to go through a very bad time. Mm-hmm. A very obvious bad, bad time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and people who think... So for background... Yeah, I never gave anybody background or terrible at this podcast. I'll do right now. But you can tell Dana your background. Dana is very qualified when it comes to numbers. Compliance and risk analysts at Mayberry. I did actual science in university. So math, that's me. Are you passed? Yeah, I passed. There you go, right? And I I went to Arden. And I did not like math. <laughs> I am not a math person. That's why I used to say for many, many years. Uh, I did I did like computers. I was a proper nerd. I followed my nerd, my nerdism. And I did learn programming in school. Mm-hmm. I, then I went on to drop out, which was very interesting. Um, not for the cool reasons either. Just for the OG reasons. Poor. <laughs> I just couldn't pay for it. Um, I didn't get a student's loan. A long story. <laughs> I'm going to the student's loan. I, do have, I have a podcast episode on student loan and loans in general, and I'll talk about my student's loan story. So everybody was waiting for the next Bill Gates. Oh, he dropped out of school? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not me. But I did drop out of school, and I then went on to have a nice long arc that involved me learning the, the sense behind math, seeing practically what it's for. And since then, I, I mean, I no longer say I'm not a math person. Mm-hmm. But I understand very much when people say to me that, yo, you don't, you don't understand. I see the numbers and then my mind goes, I listen, in school I did literature. Right? <laughs> I, I, I became a doctor so that I don't need to know math. I'm like, yo, I'm sure there's a bit of math involved in being a doctor. Right? But, but I understand when people say that because I used to say it. I don't say it anymore. But, and I try to bring people to understand the math. You know, it is the same thing as investing. What they're doing is they're turning math mm-hmm. into something else. Yeah, man. So other than... Other than... Math is really real life. It's oh, real it's life. It's very applicable. So I've always loved math. I can't sell backside, which is why I'm not doing it. No. Nerd. Yeah, well, boy, yeah. Actuary. I, I mean, I went to school at Actuary. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Piggles. Mm-hmm. Piggles, that everybody knows. Dre Pigglesworth, who is in Japan doing whatever he does in Japan. Mm-hmm. He has his own vlog and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, love, I love math. Give me math and I'm fine. Actuary, I'm fine. Found it uninteresting, so I'll 
for that was, actual science uninteresting. It application, it, so that specific application of Mac, that yeah. just was not me. So they're talking about insurance. So yeah. My actually, my first, I wasn't investing at the time, but my first encounter with investing on in stock market was in a class actually like Faxi. Can't remember the name. Miss Boswell, Kim Boswell, she taught the class. She told me she invests, and her, one of the examples was I think some that she invested in. She bought for two she's dollars. In like, she was in a group at one point. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. And like talking she, to her because I like I really liked her. <laughs> yeah. She bought it for two dollars and sold it for four dollars. And I was sitting in class, like, so Miss, so I did that. So I spoke to her about yeah. it afterwards. Like, more than once after class, I say, Oh, Miss, how you invest? We need to talk. And then so tried, she talk, spoke to me about it. Mm-hmm. Opened an account with the broker. I just never pulled the trigger. Until my yeah, until mess up. <laughs> yeah, but okay. not an experience. But yeah, that was the first time I heard about investing. I was actually what interested me within the whole Oxide program. Because mm. that's practical application. Yeah. But I always thought actors had practical application, but you guys have oh, We definitely have practical application. It's just not necessarily everybody's practical application. So you, they don't, not everybody encounters the math that we do. Mm. So. How do you check if you're right? Like, did, did 10% of the population actually die? This <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and I know you, you really, you really, you really are a nerd. Because I've never heard that. <laughs> I've never heard anybody who does that say that they didn't find it interesting. And I know that there's not many of them in the world. Mm. It's like maybe a couple hundred thousand in the world. Yeah, a small amount. Yeah. Like, you can always get a job somewhere. Yeah. yeah trust me. They hear Axai and... They're ticking the box already. Yeah, Even if yeah. it's not necessarily related, but they, they'll find a way for it to be related. You're not afraid of numbers, which was the point that mm-hmm. to you guys, numbers are real. And the same way, like investing started getting real. Oh, investing for me was always real because it was always applicable to mm-hmm. what I'm looking at. I, I did the cable and wireless thing. I don't truly remember why number. It was related to something <laughs> I saw in real life. Uh-huh. And ever since then, everything that I have ever invested in has mm-hmm. been me seeing something that I see as a real event, mm-hmm. a real applicable thing and I've invested which is probably why I've never lost which is funny that's where the difference when we speak I'm always finding some level for the numbers to add it to it so my investing for me is the numbers being applicable in real life oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so same I, thing. I always jump back to so it has to be some numbers in my mind so every time I speak to you it's always some uh. numbers have been running so if if I miss it hmm. it's probably because the numbers aren't there for me yet mm. but I don't know if I, I don't know if I don't see it that way I see if I see something I see, so earlier we were talking about the little device. Mm-hmm. To me, you know what, the, word, the thing I would never said that, mm-hmm. that occurred to me was that they probably did that way because that's cheaper. Because I thought there are only two things. Mm-hmm. Either they have it work on on um, your breath. So for the people listening, we're talking about a, a little vape pen mm-hmm. and it doesn't have a battery. But it obviously has a battery, but it doesn't have a, you can't charge it. It's, it's rechargeable. Mm-hmm. It's not rechargeable. It's disposable. <laughs> sorry. Um, and so Bam was explaining to us how it's made that they use this, there's a sort of chemical process. In, in other words, they made a chemical battery inside it, right, Bam? That's, yeah. a, that's essentially what they did. They made a chemical mm-hmm. battery. So somebody in China worked out that the cost of getting a little piece of cotton, soaking it, making a chemical battery mm-hmm. and sealing it is maybe one or half a cent cheaper, cheaper than and getting a cheap battery. Mm-hmm. And that's it can last six months. So you give it a shelf life of four months mm-hmm. and you give yourself one month in shipping and you have one month in between there. And then you use just enough of the liquid so that it's always below the level of the mm-hmm. For me, I make all that fit together and I know that there's a number behind it. Mm-hmm. And so when I say the number, for me, that's proof. Mm-hmm. And that's the two things I work with, that and proof. <laughs> so the numbers and the proof. Mm-hmm. And you come right back to, to um, finance. I always talk about how I got into Lasco distributors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was, uh, at the time, 
when at last I dropped out of school and I had to get a job, right? And I got a job, I got another job, and I was working at Carreras in IT for a while. Shout out to Carreras for paying me for a long time and, and molding a lot of people. <laughs> they paid a lot of people for a long time with those dividends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paid a whole heap of people. Still paying a lot of people, yeah? Um, I don't hold them, but still paying a whole heap of people. Um, so I was there and I, and I got a chance. It was that when you work in those multinationals, they're very open-minded. So they're mm-hmm. like, you know, for somebody to be an internal auditor, because I wasn't a numbers person, mm-hmm. up to that point, I still, even as investing, I still uh, <laughs> numbers. And I, you know, I know we're talking about real money. So if I get it wrong, mm-hmm. there's money behind that. Um, but they made, they, they allowed me to try being an internal auditor. And I did it for a while. And I went around the whole of Jamaica. So every month I traveled the whole island. And I then saw, um, I remember after school all the time, all over the country, I'd go, I'd see these little bottles the kids throw away. Mm-hmm. And these weird bottles. And when you go to the shopkeepers, you know, you try to, uh, Establish some rapport with them, and mm-hmm. you know, you talk to them about stuff. He said, "What them thing? What the pitting them eyes about?" Um, and like, what I, I asked him, what it was, he says, "I go is a new thing from Lasco." I said, "Word!" I, everywhere I had gone in Jamaica, I had seen it. Bottles, and I checked Lasco numbers after that, and I'm seeing. I mean, the numbers look the same. The profit mm-hmm. rise look the same. They look good, but mm-hmm. there wasn't anything big yet. And, and the only mention of I cool was that they had launched I cool. Mm-hmm. So I email so just put two and two together. iCool is obviously selling like crazy <laughs> on the road and they haven't reported those numbers yet. yet. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do is buy into it and it will happen. Mm-hmm. So said, so done. A couple months later, I put in the money I had. A couple months later, Lasco reported huge <laughs> revenue, huge earnings. And it's on the back of iCool's. I, I think cool. I remember reading mm-hmm. it, on the back of iCool's sales. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, this is real. It, it, it makes sense. <laughs> But then I stopped and said, hold on, it cannot, it cannot be that simple. Mm-hmm. And that feeling has never left me. My mm-hmm. entire life, anytime I want to know that a, a, um, an investment is good, anytime I'm sure I'm near to the end or I'm at the end, once I wait, no, it can't be this simple. It can't. <laughs> yeah, it can't be this simple. Have hold, the same on, thing no. yeah. <laughs> hold on, they bought Playa, but Playa is a public company. I can see that Playa doesn't have a good quarter coming. It has like two bad quarters mm-hmm. coming. But then that would mean that they being X1 aren't going to have a set of good quarters. It only made sense. No, it can't be that simple. <laughs> Literally, right? So mm-hmm. set, so done. Bad quarters come, share price tank, terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh God, why would this happen? And then, of course, we saw the Sajikor people do the gymnastics that I've never seen before. <laughs> I respect that. I respect, <laughs> I respect. I, like, I... I I can never tweet that stuff and people don't know, but mm-hmm. I look at it and I was like, I respect that because I know the conversation that must have <laughs> happened in like the board meetings. It mo- I, know the, I know the conversation man say, yo, we are not reporting that. <laughs> do what you need uh-huh. to do to fit. Big up careers for that. It helped me to understand a lot of what happens behind the scenes mm-hmm. of this because careers is a publicly listed company, yep. which I do not represent in any way, shape or form, guys. I don't work there anymore. It's been years. But at the time, I do remember this because they're a very serious company in terms of, and, and no, so I know Marcus Steele, who is the MD now, mm-hmm. and the Marcus is an accountant. When you ask him what he is, he's the managing director of careers. When you ask him what he is, he'll tell you he's an accountant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play when it comes to his numbers. Very, very intelligent guy. He knows his, he knows his stuff. But what that taught me was a lot of the conversations that mm-hmm. happen. So you hear an analyst talk about like, oh, revenue, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And it's this high pie in the sky thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're talking about like a red stripe, which isn't listed anymore, but if you're talking about like a red stripe, I don't want to hear you pie in the sky, bro. You need to talk to me about 
how many parties are happening because maybe <laughs> that people are drinking. Mm-hmm. All right, people are really drinking red stripe at parties. Maybe they drink, maybe it's tourists. So our tourist arrivals up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe exports are high. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's the real thing. And I also know that those real conversations affect other real things that you would never believe, right? So when I see a company the size of Sajikor reorganize itself mm-hmm. and find a reason to say that, oh, part of we are, what did they say? That they is acquired Pyre, and Pyre is no is no is no an associate company yes. of X One. Yes, which are justified by virtue of their control over control the board. Of the company. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm not saying they're wrong. They're you know they're, they're right. right. It's just I respect that move because <laughs> I know what it takes to get a machine the size of Sagicor to not just move to flip. flip. <laughs> they move. They literally change an entire revenue model uh-huh. in 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 two yeah two three quarters. Mm-hmm. But boy. I respect that. I respect that stress. I respect what the conversation, the conversations that must have happened, and now they're they're almost out of it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Now they're now they're looking a lot better. Yeah. Um, right now, two quarters out. So. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Lot better. A lot better. That's not to say to buy, guys. Not saying to buy. I'm not saying to buy. I'm <laughs> saying to look into the companies and pay attention to it. Pay attention to what the companies do, which is a question I always get asked. What's some annoying questions you always get asked? Let me hear that. How to read the reports and. I don't know how to. Oh. I don't know where to bridge it gap because the course you we, we used to work with, yes. that's no longer there. Yes, I that course, that course doesn't exist day. anymore. Yes, mm-hmm. but yes. I can't get up and tell. So, so they ask, "What do I look for?" I tell them, "Read the reports. Mm-hmm. How to read the reports. What to get from the reading mm-hmm. of the reports is always and a big deal. Yeah. It's very different for every company. You can't look yeah. at every company and say, "Oh, this company compared to that company, which is very different. They're between business model." You can't just look at a report and say that you have to compare it properly. In industry, whatever that company does. So, what I took from Randy was know what the company is doing. Yeah, number one. How do they? I didn't make want money? to say because <laughs> one of my events was right. You're right. Yeah. No, so no, how do they com- make money? Yeah. Are they making money? Yeah. Straight and will up. They make money? As people right off the bat. Number one, know how a co- know what a company actually does for money. Mm-hmm. Now, what they sell it for oh, money, gosh. what they actually do for money. Mm-hmm. Lots of companies tell you they do something for money. Lots of companies are known for doing other things for money. What they actually do to make money is a complete other difference. I use the example of Grace. Everybody knows Grace. <laughs> I, I'll ask Bam because Bam is in the investing. Bam, what does Grace do for money? Make food. All right. right? So, what you, so with, and their biggest earner would be? Grace Foods. There we go. Grace's biggest earner is Western Union money transfer. <laughs> if Western Union closes down tomorrow, Grace is in trouble. And Blue Paw. Yeah. A Blue Paw, they, as far as everybody concerned, they make soap. Yes. Blue Bama. But with... The lumber department, they give us all the other people looking into the numbers. And other yeah. people saying, wait, they know say lumber make most of their money. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mark again, who was telling me that they cannot magically become valued more just because they've been spun off. And uh, it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit, to yeah. me, it's a, bit, it's a little bit more than magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was magical. It was shout out to... Chris Berry. That's all I said. Yeah. yeah. Follow his footprints sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Follow following his own footprints. He's yeah. following his own footprints. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, once I saw, I was like, I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen this before. Where have I seen this before? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same exact thing. And what I tell you, people don't get it. People who have seen it before are asking me yeah. what's going to happen with it. And to go back through yeah. what I think is going to happen with over. My, the same my, guy. Yeah. Same, same play, in my opinion. In, again, same thing in my opinion. I'm like, yo, I don't know if it's true, but think about this. If I do something and it makes me money, I'm and like, you see me starting to do that thing again, mm-hmm. chance I'm going to do that same, same thing, thing again. <laughs> it makes me money. Why yeah? re- reinvent the wheel? Yeah. It only makes sense to me. Yes, and it, and it's, it makes so much, it, it, not, it creates wealth. Mm-hmm. 
which is always the which is was maybe my driving force i don't know other people if they mm -hmm. have the same driving force for me like i get asked that often i remember after the event somebody came to me and i said yo i've been fighting for three years even the same thing you're doing three years i got the same thing you do now you still talking about it and i can't get it at first i started following me i think they said that the figure is fake or it's like a scam mm -hmm. or something but then i don't ask people for nothing i don't <laughs> tell them and then i'm saying things and it's making money mm -hmm. so why do you do it and the only reason i can come is yo, I, I truly believe in like i see the value of it i don't mm -hmm. know how to explain what i see the value of it and i want people to see the value of it because it's like it's, it's actual it's actually it's it's, it's tangible mm -hmm. like people have like it's the first time in our lives that we get this opportunity mm -hmm. you can you can literally it's like you can literally change your entire existence when you hear when you hear Definitely. when you talk to those rich old white people from america i've spoken to a couple of them sometimes and you hear them say how did they get a start and they're like oh you know Back in the 80s, uh, there was a lot going on for whatever. Mm -hmm. and, they, and that's when they were in and they built all that. And even that, whatever that thing is, might have ended. But the money don't go away. Show right? Warren Buffett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did the same thing for himself. Yeah. Whatever you start with, sometimes it goes wrong. But if you do it well enough, you have built a base mm -hmm. that can go into other things. The money doesn't ever go away. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't, I just want people to know that like, now is the time for the first time in many, if you're under 40, definitely the first time in your life. And I'm under 40. But as Peter a lot of history, it's the first time in our lives that we it's the first time if you're under 40 that you have an opportunity to own something that will last long and allow you to earn strongly for possibly for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like when you, you hear about the people who I listened to a podcast out of there, another podcast, an American one, where the, the, the guy that they're talking to, he was rich. And they just had to explain the guy as to why he was rich. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, he had a couple of friends in college and one, he invested in one of his friend's company. Mm -hmm. And that friend was Jeff Bezos. Oof. So that's why, he's a <laughs> and that's why he's a billionaire. That's all. He's just Jeff Bezos' friend mm -hmm. and he invested early. And if you think about it, maybe a more local example, a very simple example, NCB, why NCB closed that today? 216, 217? Yeah, about 216? It's a normal conversation to hear people say, yo, I know people who have NCB from it at $6. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Steph. Right? $19. <laughs> yeah, right? right. But in the same way, this is our time. Now is the time when somebody can say, yo, I know somebody have lab from it at $1. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, imagine right? that. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, there are people who can say that. Mm -hmm. There are people who can say, yo, I know somebody who have blue power from it. There was blue power now, $4 mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. I know, for, I know somebody have blue power from before the lumber division. Oh, the last go. Last go, People are the amount of money people have made on Lasco. Yes, mm. the amount of money that people have made off NCB. Mm. That your shout out to people like my brethren Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Ooh. Strong. <laughs> Ryan is a Ryan knows his stuff. Ryan is one of the few, and I'll say it openly. Ryan is one of the few people cemented in the industry that I have a ultimate respect mm -hmm. for. I didn't even always know that Ryan knew what he was doing. I've known Ryan for years. I didn't always know Ryan knew what he was doing. And then mm. one day it clicked to me. Like he gave me a tip or something, and he he knows not just the local market, mm -hmm. but he also knows the international market. He knows the U.S. market. But Ryan don't play the small money. Ryan mm -hmm. has high value clients. But I know that once he told me, um, like something for the international market, like that, Ryan that don't make no sense. And in two quarters, and if you and me know in our term, mm -hmm. two quarters is six months. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, six months later, I'm not thinking about it. But six <laughs> months later, what he said happened. In fact. I've seen him say things like Ryan is a man that I trust over two to three year timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, Ryan said it's going to happen. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, mean, I don't want to tell him stories for him, <laughs> but it's a man named say, yo, Ryan talking to me about Bertrafal. Ryan talking about Bertrafal a long time, bro. Mm -hmm. Ryan talking about Bertrafal when Bertrafal is in single digits and people saying this guy is crazy. crazy. 
this guy's mad. Whatever I did, but right. But he looks at things. He pays attention to businesses on a longer scale, mm. and, I, and I and I respect that about Ryan. And yeah, it's something that I see, something that I I, mm. I really respect. So, Ryan, let me Ryan, let me know what can be done in the long term mm-hmm. and the medium term. And then for me, I've I've learned more about what the day to days, and I guess you've learned some mm-hmm. of yeah, the that is short term. But I know short term is like a curse word. So I, I, <laughs> I won't necessarily touch that one just yet. But I, generally, I don't trust people with their view on the long term because as, as we say yes yeah, throw it away a lot of people do, yeah lots of people do that just a couple with that they, they they go um yeah yeah anything that misses they say good in the long term but the truth is like i tell you guys the truth is everything good in the long term everything is good in the long term. <laughs> yo i think i still yo i'm still holding on to a little bit of hope for um Siboney. yeah, yeah. I, I can't see where the value can go yeah from, there's yeah there's some there's value that can be built there mm-hmm. it's so funny because i remember when i said the same thing about music Oh, <laughs> and people are like, "Yo, you're, this all I know you're crazy," because yeah, you thought you, sometimes you have a good idea, but this is rubbish, right? <laughs> and literally, nothing a year later, mm-hmm. music that was yeah, worth yeah. nothing was worth a lot more. No, it's questionable as to how much is worth now. Again, <laughs> but it's well, worth. I can tell you, this is worth more now than it was then. then mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have to give it that. It's worth more now than it was then, and um, it it just goes to show that you can never say something is bad in the long term or good mm-hmm. in the long term just like that so somebody have to don't tell me long term tell me what a date mm-hmm. what a date and time when people come <laughs> people you listen you say you hear nothing else from this podcast other than me and Dan I rambling about rubbish you can take this from me when you go to your broker tell them what you want and tell them the time that you want it in and they should be able to tell you something to help you meet that schedule Unless it's something crazy. Like, don't go to a broker and tell them you want 100% of your money in six months, right? They're not, going to, they're not going to do that, right? <laughs> uh, or buy tomorrow or anything crazy like that, right? Can you do that on your own? Yes, you actually can. Mm-hmm. Would I tell you to go and ask a broker for that? No, because a bro- brokers have a certain level of responsibility in how they have to act and what they have to say and what they have to recommend. Have they been doing the greatest job? I still maintain no. The brokerage space in Jamaica need a world of work. They need a whole heap of work. I've been trying to do it for paid. I've been trying to do it for free. They need a whole heap of work. However, if you take anything from this podcast, take this for yourself. Think about what you want for your money. If you have like a hundred grand put on, think about what you want for your money. Say, all right, maybe maybe it's a hundred grand you have on. You want, I don't know, you want to go visit your people in Florida for Christmas and you need, you, you know, you got to your own breath. So 250 for the ticket, you're going to spend maybe 250 going out, plus you have to do a little shopping, that's maybe another, that's another 500 though. Mm-hmm. 250, 255, that's another grand. So you need 100%. Wow, that's not a good thing. I don't want to give nobody 106 <laughs> months. But let's, let's say you have a 200 grand then and you want 100 grand in, um, an extra 100 grand in, in, in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you have a 50% target, which is still high, still hard, still mm-hmm. stretch. If you're being responsible, very, very mm-hmm. stretched target in terms of 50% for the six months. Um, go to your broker, tell them you want that, and ask them what products do they recommend to get you there. Mm-hmm. Your broker should be giving you advice around your time and your goals, not your, not, not what them say might be good or might go up. Is something going to be good and going to go up? Ask them when. <laughs> Literally, just ask them when. Ask them when. Yeah. Buy this, buy careers. Okay, why? They give good dividends. How much? <laughs> Literally, how much? Buy and then tell you what the payment is. Everything I'm telling you needs to be related as a percentage of your money. Definitely. So this 100 grand I'm giving you, what's the dividends? Boy, you know, if you put your 100 grand in there, in a year you're going to get... That they give maybe eight cents on the dollar. No, what that mean to me in terms of my hundred grand. Let yeah, them tell you, but let them look you in the eye and tell you, say you're going to get 
8,000 Jamaican dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let them tell you that. You don't need 8,000. What's that good dividend? A good dividend is 4%. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't calculated Carrier's dividend, but I don't really care. I haven't known it for a while. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not that great, mm-hmm. I don't think. But it's great if you have a lot of money. That's what dividends are for. <laughs> or if you had it from way back. Yeah, or if you had it from way back. And if you have it from way back, you message to everybody who have NCB from long time or Grace from when it was $13 <laughs> oh, or whatever. If you're serious about your money now, now is the time to put some more money on top of that because that is that is the real thing. That is that is the opportunity for you to, what do you call it, average, you average up. Mm-hmm. So your percentage gain not going to look as good anymore. But chances are, if this is new to you, you don't even know your percentage gain is anyway. So <laughs> t- this is Ooh. the time. If you have any of those stocks that your parents gave you from when you were little and you still have them, sort it out now. Go and talk to the broker. Tell them what you want and when you want it and ask them what they can do in that time. Let them tell you so they can't do nothing and then ask them what's the best you can do. But ask them in terms of percentages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask them. Another value. It's- it's how people sell things without actually selling anything. Yep. You can get, oh, I give you a million dollars and you give me $8,000. Yeah, it's all nice in your pocket, but you can spend $8,000 doing whatever. But how much is that, how much out of a million dollars is $8,000? Yeah, exactly. And they don't ever like to say that. And then mm-hmm. they don't ever like to talk about their fees. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, 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 Make yeah, sure yeah, you calculate fees. your fees into when you're buying a stock. So yes. you can know if you're actually making money. Yeah. But if the- you don't clear those fees, then you're not really making anything. Serious thing. Serious. How people, yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's like, I have these little questions I ask people whenever they say they know stocks are worth it in the industry mm-hmm. and they say they invest. I immediately ask them little questions like, you know, how much you make last year? <laughs> what's your gain? What's oh, your gain definitely. currently? You know, I, whenever I hear somebody speaking on the market, I really want to know how much did you make last year? How much are you making now? Because it, it, gives me a level, it gives me a level of credibility. Like, I want to know where you are in the market. Yes. If you're not really making much, like comparatively, of course, mm-hmm. and it has to match your goal. So I'm not going to get up and say, oh, you're making 30% for the year based on whatever. I can't knock you if your goal is in line with that. Yeah. But if you're telling me that you make how much, you're making a lot of money every year, then I want to know your returns for the year. Exactly. Not your dollar return, your percentage return. If you make, you make a million dollar a year from the market, but it's only 15% of the money you put in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be impressed. Yo, my thing is, yo, I, I start from even before, like I said, oh, I've got practical I see how much you make. If you first word to me is about, mm-hmm. nah, no, you need to know the exact number, bro. I know my you, exact number. Every yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're tracking it, you need to know. You need to know your exact number, or you have a really good reason why you don't know mm-hmm. your exact number. Or, or when when you press them, it's like they don't really know. Mm-hmm. I tell, I said it to the people who came to the conference on Friday, on Saturday, and I will say it again. When somebody at a brokerage tell you what to buy, ask them how much them own. <laughs> Later, Probably none. Yeah, when them, when them say, oh, if, it's because they're going to get smart. They're going to start mm. lying. They're going to say, oh, you know, I own so much, how much great, um, how much career as you own? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I have like 100,000 work. Show me. <laughs> yeah, man, make them bring it up. They want you buy it, but mm-hmm. them bring it up. They want a commission. Tell them to bring it up and show you. And 100,000 worth when? When did you buy it? Like, yeah, just 100,000 worth, you're not saying much. Just you just you could have bought it last in. year at 100,000. Or it's, it's worth 100,000 today. Then you know how much you made on it. Right? Exactly. That's, that's, that's precisely it. I don't, I find that too many people are paying attention to the image versus the actual mm-hmm. content. Yeah, man. The actual, the actual sense of the thing. That's why I have always maintained two things. One, my records of what my gains mm-hmm. are. And, and two, well, on the records, of course, like my pics and so on. So people mm-hmm. have seen me talk about things on Twitter. And there are things, there are things I've tweeted about in the past that haven't come mm-hmm. out yet. That wouldn't <laughs> come out, I will say. <laughs> but they're out there. 
And the other thing is my numbers. So the records in terms mm-hmm. of my picks or whatever, my numbers in terms of what I've actually done, my actual gains are where the money is. Here. That's mm-hmm. the only way to do it. That's, if, you're not, if you're not tracking it, what's that thing? That which is measured matters. Mm-hmm. I can always reel off the percentage that I mean the first year, last year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can always say how much I made first year, last year, mm-hmm. and how much I'm right now. That's right. Always. That's right. I don't talk about my heavy years, though, funny I, enough. I, I don't really talk about my gain. It, I, it alienates people. And, yeah, the, the, gains, and the gains, though, it's so funny. I look back, even even three years ago, I look back on the gains then. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if, I don't know what I can, it, it gets harder. It gets harder. <laughs> the market can get harder. Uh-huh. But it's a good problem. But boy, so this year has been an problem. easy year, okay? <laughs> Just, yeah, money, guys. This, boy, the money. Yeah, this week has been there. an easy week. <laughs> oh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, 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 it has been a good, 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 good. It has gone to plan. Um, I try. I don't know if I'm at my, my goal yet. I'm looking at the sheet as I said, so I'm not at the goal yet, but mm-hmm. I'm close to the goal. I already um, wrote my my soft target. Yeah, and <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I like to talk to people about real things. Wait, what's 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 something what's something real that you want with your money? Something real. I want to be able to. Uh, boy, not even no, not like the dream, not like the. Warren Buffett dream, like, like just right now, invest something. Because I know you do that too. Like uh, people, uh, I tell people, like people, I have invested to pay a light bill. Oh, uh, so my issue right Not now. once either, like many, many months. Like even this month, I'm going to invest to pay my light bill. You know why I did it once and it worked? And every single month I've done it to try and stay sharp, just to keep mm-hmm. myself sharp. Saying, yo, let me see if you can make eight grand off the market. No, you're not. Sp- Again, this is not me saying that people should invest in the short term. <laughs> it's dangerous. Don't do it. It requires knowledge. However, if you it do have the knowledge, done. it can be done. Mm-hmm. Every day is somebody is the end of somebody else's long term. Mm-hmm. And it's the beginning of somebody else's long term. Yeah, so my issue right now is in terms of short term goals of paying for stuff. Mm-hmm. Whenever I invest money, it's hard for me to pull it out. So I always push it. Mm-hmm. You're even talking about the day, but it's Take the money and go buy the car. <laughs> yeah, take some money. Yeah, it's important for you to sit up so you do the money though. Mm-hmm. But, but for me yeah. it's always hey, you put you know. I think I love I, I, love, I love investing and making the money. That's, That's a big thing. part of it to me. So if I have more money, I can make more money. So my long-term goal, my five-year goal is my real goal right now. But So I don't have any short-term goal. I put the money in. I want to mm-hmm. pay off this. I don't have much expenses right now, so that's really, that's a good thing for me. If you don't have much expenses, people, make sure you just put the money, oh invest God. the money, just yeah. throw all the money you can at something. Yeah, your life tip, life tip, life tip. If you have a nice job or an okay job and you live with your parents, oh God, pretend that you're paying rent and take that rent and put it in the market every month. Mm-hmm. So, so like yo, maybe thirty grand, whatever. You'd have to pay rent thirty grand. Take the thirty grand and put it in the market. If you think you want to have a car and yo, I can't wait to get my car. You should, I don't want to tell people that I should be saving in stocks, but I don't believe in saving. I really think you should be saving in stocks. My bank account is always how much I spend. So I bought it and I take out exact amount I go spend and throw all the rest of it at the market. Oh, you're good. You must be like, no, I'm a real person. I spend. (laughs) I can spend. I mean, I'll enjoy myself. I'll enjoy myself. I have a girlfriend, so she kind of forces me to do stuff. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) good luck. Good luck to you with her hearing that she forces you to say, I force you to do things. No, she's cool. She's cool. She's cool. (laughs) But um, yeah, I just feel like it's important for people, especially doing like what you do, because I know what you do. I know mm-hmm. how important it is to see. Because for me, when I started doing what you do, it was under stress. Mm-hmm. It was under, oh, I stopped working. I left oh, corporate. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you can't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. If you get it wrong, you get burned. Mm-hmm. But 
but I, I got it right and I've continued <laughs> to get it right and I'm not out of the, the woods completely yet but some months are easier than some mm-hmm. yeah. you can breathe you can do some cool things and I can have fun with the money I, I just think it's important for mm-hmm. you to do the same thing learn to have some fun with the money mm-hmm. a lot of it is giving out of security mm-hmm. yo that's fun I too do, I, have, I have a lot in my head I have so much I can fall back on because of what I've done for myself with it what three years yes. not even two and a half <laughs> yeah yeah, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. And the thing is, yeah, people saying, yo, the market can slow down. That's always another one, people. It's just some quick questions. Is the market right now? It's soon gone, right? Is that regular, normal, basic stuff that we never had, we're having now, we and it just comes with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. with 50% of the population is below, definitely below 40. This thing's mm-hmm. below 30, but definitely below 40. And a good chunk of that has gone to school in a way that we've never all gone before. Oh, yeah. And they've, and they've gotten jobs now. Mm-hmm. And part of that is that they've, they've started to earn. And of course, some of these BPO jobs are not making a lot of money. People say, blah, blah, yeah, If they're making a dollar more no. than they did, exactly. there's something happening. There that, was somebody that's other day that economy about a job. Exactly. And, and they have to eat lunch every day. Because of BPO. Exactly. They have to eat lunch every day. And they eat lunch from somewhere. And that place wasn't selling them food before. Mm-hmm. So there's one extra sale for lunch. I mean, I have to buy one extra chicken for every four mm-hmm. of those people to quarter it up. And can which buy means corned beef, no? Extra <laughs> Exactly, the economy is growing, and what's happening now is something that hasn't happened before. And I think now is the time that we really have to take, mm. we really have to grab it. Definitely, boy, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's so easy for me to fall into the passion of it, but I just can't help it. What I always hear, oh, bull market. Yeah, it's a bull market. I don't invest yeah. in the market. I don't buy an index of every single stock in the market. Exactly. I go in, I pick what I think is good. Based on the company. Definitely. Based on companies. Yeah. Exactly. So. For me to take a hit, the companies I invest in mm-hmm. have to be doing badly. I have to look at them, look at the market and say, boy, there are no companies doing well right now. Chances are that, you tell me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The market is such a good reflection of the economy that mm-hmm. I can almost tell. That's why I care, that's why I care so much about the economy. Mm-hmm. And you can almost tell if the economy were to start shrinking, you know, but the economy is still growing. We're not even use, we're not using it all up yet. Mm-hmm. We're not using if the economy starts shrinking, there are companies that will escape that, like that will probably see good from it. Even. People aren't good. You, I, I shrink. Haiti has 10 million people. Mm-hmm. There are multi, <laughs> uh, yes. there are multi-billionaire companies in, mm-hmm. in Haiti, including Jamaica broilers. Hey, They're okay. Example. And yeah. they're really well done there. Yeah, very, very you well done. Eat chicken. Yeah, well, you know, they eat a lot of their gather eggs. I got the eggs is like <laughs> the number one source of protein. Uh-huh. In and we know how That's the kind of nerds of you know when you really into investing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. eggs is the number one source of protein in Haiti. And we know Jamaica brothers doing how well they're doing with eggs in general. Yes, I, I said some. Point, I'm trying to find the right way to say it. I don't know if I because it's going to be on the podcast. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> Jamaica brothers, funny enough, has one of the strongest networks for the provision of laying eggs in us in the us they control the US. that market you know how big the us is compared to jamaica <laughs> i don't know how i keep saying i don't know how how, how the us allowed that to happen save the juice guys you've been going for hours. would even tap we, we haven't <laughs> even tapped give them more tell them where to find you okay tell them more podcasts coming okay and wrap more, it up yeah all right cool leave them more Leave more on the table. I like that. I like it. Just a Smart great guy, pro- yeah. just a good producer. <laughs> all right. Um, um, so I, I, our producer has told us that we need to start giving you guys all the tidbits because we're like going into the, the really good stock mm-hmm. tips now and the reasoning. Um, and so we need to give you more to go on. So I have been Randy, which I've been my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and? 
Danai? I've been I've been here for quite a while. You know, I've been Danai for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 this has been the Every Maker Podcast. It's what I put together every week, hopefully. I don't want to put myself on the line, but the second I put myself on the line saying that I'm held to it. So let's say every week. We'll get it right. Cause we do have great production. This is coming through the BAM production yes. studios. It's a great, great, great stuff. Thank you very much for this, BAM. Um, look out for it. Look out for a lot more coming from us. And I hope you liked it. Let me know if you liked it. Tell me on Twitter if you liked it. <laughs> thanks, guys. All right, thanks, guys. Tell me handles. Ah, handles uh. or handles. Social media, I'm at RTRO everywhere that I want you to see me. And yeah, on Twitter, I'm at RTRO pretty much. I write this nice column every week in the Observer called Evermickle, which is also the name of our website, evermickle.com, www.evermickle.com. And the Mickle is spelled however you think it is. M-I-C-K-L-E, M-I-K-K-L-E. That whatever you think it is, it should get you there. But it's everymickle.com. Both of them will carry you there. I, I just, I just thought, I, also, every muckle will also carry you there. I just try to cover all the bases, right? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, for the nerds out there, I could not believe that nobody owned that website. I was like, everymickle.com, no one owns about it immediately. And as years ago, I know we're here. So, <laughs> everymickle.com and at RTRO. Look, uh, look out for that. And you can find me at on Twitter at hdan underscore dada. That might change. Yeah, you, you probably should change that. <laughs> it's it's going to change eventually. You probably should change but that. But that's where you can find me now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you.